Hello Lagos, good afternoon. I am Sandra Ezekwesili and these are your hard facts. First hard fact of the day, it's Good Friday. Happy Good Friday to you. And uh, I'm hoping that uh, we're going to spend today reflecting on all of the goodness that uh, Good Friday represents. And we're going to spend it as um, a moment to get back in touch with our spiritual sides. Your second hard fact of the day, your SGF says he didn't know our healthcare system was as bad as it is. That's Boss Mustafa, the secretary to the government of the Federation. So you know how President Buhari set up a task force for COVID-19, Abi? Boss Mustafa is the head of the task force. And he said it's only after he started this role that he found out how bad our hospitals were and how he and how we don't have enough equipment and staff and Omo, i want to ask you do you think it's normal that the sgf didn't know do you believe him by the way, nurses at the Loring General Hospital have gone on strike because they don't have protective clothing. They said they will not fight COVID-19 without it. And I wonder if the SGF has heard about that. Of course, I'm still uh, working from home. And so a big thank you to our caretaker chairman, Chukudi Zugu Siprin, for holding it down for me in the studio. I'm well equipped to give you hard facts. I'm here to bring you insights into today's most important topics. I break them down, give you the facts so that you can form an informed opinion. If you missed any of this week's shows, you can still catch them online. Go to our Facebook page, Nigeria Info, or our Twitter handle, uh, Nigeria Info FM. You can also catch on our website, NigeriaInfo.fm. I have a great show for you today. It's Friday, so it's Global Review Day. We're, start, we're, we're having a global big three today, and it's all about the biggest story in the world, COVID-19. Let's talk about how the Pope will conduct Easter services alone. No congregation because of COVID-19. Should Nigerian pastors do the same? Then let's talk about Nigerians, what they are, uh, uh, are going through in the diaspora in the age of COVID-19. And then let's talk about how foreign governments are handling the, uh, the pandemic itself, the tactics, the transparency. Let's talk about that. After that, as usual for a Friday, we're bringing you ideas with our Yobe and then Public Square. And then we'll wrap up the show with music and moments with Ifangi and Sam. And of course, throughout the show, we're bringing you the latest updates from the world of news, sports and entertainment. But let's get started with Global Review. Global Review. Welcome to Global Facts. Review. Once a week here on Hard Facts, we allow Nigeria to rest a bit and we look for stories making the waves around the world. Why can't Nigerian churches and mosques emulate the Vatican and the Kaaba and stop congregating? Should the Nigerian government evacuate Nigerians abroad during COVID-19? How do Nigerian leaders compare to foreign leaders when it comes to tackling COVID-19? Let's get into these stories. This is Holy Week. For Catholics, it's the holiest time of the year. 
from Palm Sunday to Holy Thursday to today, Good Friday, then Saturday Vigil, and finally the big day, Easter Sunday. And every Holy Week, massive crowds come to St. Peter's Basilica in Rome to worship with the Pope, the head of the Catholic Church. I'm sure you've probably watched it on TV before. You've seen the Pope in St. in St. Peter's Square on Easter Sunday ministering to thousands of Catholics. But not this year. Pope Francis has asked everybody to stay at home. This year, Pope Francis is celebrating Holy Week alone. Normally on Holy Thursday, the Pope washes people's feet, just like Jesus washed the disciples' feet. Yesterday, Pope Francis did not do that. He said, make everybody keep their leg inside their house. Today is Good Friday, the day that Jesus died. The Pope will be alone in St. Peter's Basilica. He will prostrate before the cross alone. Prostrate is a dobale. He will perform night vigil alone. That's overnight service. And on Easter Sunday, he will broadcast live from St. Peter's Square as usual. But again, no crowds. He's going to be alone. The Pope has told Catholics that he will give them a special blessing that will be transferred to them by radio, TV and internet and that they won't need to take communion or go to confession to receive it. As a man of God and as head of a church, Pope Francis is doing everything in his power to make his members feel that they don't need to come to church. Is your pastor doing the same thing? And if not, why not? Are you going to church on Easter Sunday? Are you more Catholic than the Pope? But it's not only Christians that I want to speak to today. The Kaaba is closed. The Kaaba is the holiest mosque in Islam. It's the great mosque in Mecca. It's the place where all Muslims face when they pray. It's one of the places Muslims go during Hajj. My whole life, whenever I've seen pictures of or, or videos of the Kaaba, it has been full of thousands of people. I had never seen the Kaaba empty. But this year, I have seen the Kaaba empty. Did you know the floors of the Kaaba are white? Pure white. I've never seen the floors because of all the people who are always in the Kaaba. The Saudi authorities and the imams in charge agreed to suspend all visits to the Kaaba. They've told Muslims, you don't need to come to the Kaaba right now. Stay where you are. Day your day, like Wazobir FM is saying. If the most important mosque in Islam is closed, does your mosque need to open? I was listening to a Muslim cleric from Saudi Arabia and he said something powerful. He said, even the Quran doesn't say that you must come to Mecca. It says you must come to Mecca if you are able. And right now, because of COVID-19, the world is not able. Nobody should come. And if we can say that about the Kaaba, I wonder why we cannot say it about the neighborhood mosque in Chevy View Estate. 
And if St. Peter's Basilica in the Vatican can say no worshippers, I wonder why another church in Alimosho cannot say the same thing. But right now, we're seeing so many state governments lift the ban on worship because of demand from their people. Katsinao, Ondo, Imo, Rivers. And more are thinking about joining. And they're saying, oh, we'll lift the ban just for the Easter, then restart it from next week. Oh, my God. Did you have a meeting with the ESCO of COVID-19 Association? And they told you, oh, you know what? We're not going to infect anybody while the Easter uh, uh, holiday is ongoing and while the prayers in the mosque are ongoing. We're nice like that. We have the Pope that is not doing that. The Pope is saying that especially during Easter, the church has to be firm and stop people because the temptation to come outside is higher. And COVID-19 doesn't respect public holiday, doesn't recognize public holiday. Should Nigerians insist on going to church and mosques or should they wait until the pandemic is under control? In light of COVID-19 especially, and given the examples set by, this, uh, by, by these important uh, religious institutions, should Nigerians insist on going to church and the mosque, or should they wait until the pandemic is under control? Are you, let's forget about Nigerians, are you planning to go to church this Sunday? Did you attend Jumat prayers today? Don't worry, I won't judge you. You can report yourself. It's okay. I'm not going to judge you. Your conscience will do the judging. Because don't forget, you're not doing it for me. You're doing it for yourself. You're also doing it for me because, you know, I don't want you to infect me. But you also don't want to infect yourself or your loved ones. So are you planning on going to church this Sunday? What are your reasons for, you know, going anyway? I really want to understand how your mind works. And did you attend Jumat services today? Why did you attend? Tell me the, the logic behind your attendance. 0700-993-993-993-0700-993-993-993. WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. 0700 993-993-993 is the studio number to call. Hello. 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 Yeah, hello. Good afternoon. How are you? I'm fine. Good afternoon. What's your name? Where are you calling us from? Uh, this is Adishino calling from Ota. Okay. Go uh, ahead. Uh, I see you. At this stage of the virus, the only demon we can have in the world today is ourselves. Irrespective of how we've been striving to survive, mm. the last thing that should come to our mind is religious gathering. Okay. Because it is even stated clearly in the guidelines of our various religions. Mm. It is when you're safe, you can say you want to worship together. And who says you can't pray for the togetherness in your comfort zone? Ever since when the pandemic started, my religious center sent a message across to everybody. 
there is no service to further notice. What religious center is that? Uh, the Gurudim Christian Church of God. Oh, and they, they came back with uh, a clarity and be like, if you want to follow the worship center, mm-hmm. watch online if you have access to it. Okay. You can listen to radio. You understand? Selected people okay. would dare to pass the sermon across on the radio. Okay. And I saw sense in that because the reason why you see some religious men die, they slow down, it's not spiritually binded. It's because they play, they pay less attention to health. When last the a man of God tell you, drink anointing oil, your headache will go. No, there's a place for religion, spirituality rather, and there's a place for health. People need to wake up and forget religion at times because religion cannot even solve most of this problem for you. Why you are hungry? If your pastor really cares about you, if your imam really cares about you, let them come and give you food in your house. Mm. Let them. Well, well I, I hope they don't come and give you food in your and house because go- social distancing the- won't occur there. But okay. Good. <laughs> and for the state governors reducing or relieving the the ban on everything, mm-hmm. well. They have failed us initially. They want to keep failing us. Because after Easter break, the result of the of the of the ban of the ban last we show. We show mm. exactly look at right. the case of Funke Adilele. When she was arrested for social gathering and the court was still gathered. God bless you and God bless Nigeria. Bless you as well. Thank you so much for calling us. Hello. Hello good afternoon. Good afternoon to you, sir. What's your name? Uh, Jide is my name. Calling you from Bushiti. Jide, thanks for calling us. Do you plan to go to church this Sunday? Uh, no, 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 no. Okay. Tell uh, me why. So what, I, what I see there is uh, lack of faith and hypocrisy is in the heart of many worshippers. They don't okay. believe that they can pray in their home and God can answer their prayer and solve the problem. Okay. So that's just what I saw there. All right, Jide, thanks for calling to share that with us. Uh, let's see, do we have more messages uh, coming in? Hello? Hello, Sandra. How are you? What's your name, sir? Good afternoon, I'm Duncan. I'm calling from Jegun. Duncan, welcome. Do you plan to go to church today? No, no, no. How about Sunday? Okay. Sunday? No, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not such a Okay. Hostage. Look, I'm okay. just going to say this. I'm going to say this, let everybody hear it. Mm. Now, I've been listening to all the programs I've been going on already, and I've been hearing voices. I've been hearing voices of uh, dissenters, people who are hating on the government, who are applying to disobey government, people who don't like following the guidelines as it were. Now, I'm just going to tell our people one thing. Let's look at the rest of the world, where things are better, where life is better. The government comes out and makes a statement, everybody sits at home, everybody sits at home. Yes, life is better over there. Here we are, we are hungry, we are suffering, we are poor, we are impoverished, and we disobey. Like we just want to die, right? But if I were government, this is what I'm going to do. Or I suggest that this is what government should do. Okay. Government should get high and hard. This pussy putting, this taking baby steps and playing around with people is not going to help us. Because at the end of the day, when this thing comes back down at us, they will still blame the government. Mm. So if I were government, I'm going to be I'm to the teeth, I'm going to be hard on people. That's the only way to treat our people here. I don't know why we keep behaving like animals in the zoo. You've been given another. Stay in your house. For God's sake, stay at home. 
It's not this mm-hmm. stuff. We'll still have more stuff to celebrate. So what's all this noise about? Thank you, Thanks Jerry. for calling us, Duncan. You know, Chukudi, it, it, it's uh, not as easy as that, is it, Chukudi, to say, oh, you've been given an order, stay at home. We understand how difficult it is for a lot of people to actually go ahead and stay at home, yeah? Very true. Really very difficult. And, you know, so many families are going through a difficult time. And that is why we're emphasizing that while we must adhere to the advice shared by the experts, the government must also do well to cushion the effect that is felt by a lot of families. Because you need to understand your society to know what to apply. You cannot come up with ideas or that, that are borrowed from the outside and try to implement. The most important thing is to stay alive. While the people try as much as they can to stay alive, let us not give that option of, okay, if I stay indoors to stay alive Mm. hunger will visit me and i might end up dying at the end of the day but i've also heard a lot of nigerians say that this hunger a hunger thing um people may be exaggerating it i don't know if you've seen this video that uh, is viral online uh this woman who went to share food somewhere in lagos and the people who went to get that food from the woman were insulting her one of the women actually going as far as saying i don't eat bomo i don't eat bomo they gave me bomo and then she later on made another video explaining herself and saying oh she thought the food was from government she yes. didn't realize the food was from uh, a regular citizen like herself. Yes. And so it's making people wonder. And if you also take into consideration that phone call we received yesterday from a caller who said, I have rice in the house. I just went to collect this one because, you know, government said, I never get convicted for my life before. True. You begin to also ask yourself, I mean, I, I realize that there are a lot of poor Nigerians. I mean, you've got 80 million Nigerians who are living in multi multidimensional poverty. So so there are a lot of poor Nigerians. True. But is the outcry really as bad as people are making it seem? Or is it, can we still manage small until we can get this thing under control? I don't know. It's not, I'm just, you know, sharing my thoughts. People can feel free to call in and, uh, you know, set me straight if they want to. Very true. I mean, Sandra, you've said over 80 million Nigerians living in multidimensional poverty. I mean, imagine 80 million people crying at the same time. Mm-hmm. Deafening. Very <laughs> deafening. So I think it's important that, you know, while we look at all of the issues, perhaps, you know, um, COVID-19 will teach us an important life lesson. And that lesson will be to, you know, the Boy Scout motto, be prepared and do all that you can to see that, you know, when it's rainy days, you're prepared. All right, so let's move on to the second story. Thank you, Chukudi. There are 15 million Nigerians living abroad. How will our government keep them safe during COVID-19? That's our second story. Did you know that some Nigerians in China are getting harassed right now? Yes, so it's quite serious. Godfrey Onyama, our foreign minister, even summoned the Chinese ambassador yesterday, summoned him to come and explain what's happening to our people and explain what the Chinese government is doing to protect them. Did you see the videos online? Did you? So let me tell you what's happening. COVID-19 first broke out in China, yes? And so people stopped traveling. So when China got it under control, they started advertising for people to come back. China is open for business. There's no more COVID-19 here. Don't be afraid. So Nigerians started going 
business people, importers, traders. That was before our government stopped international flights. I need you to, to remember that. Before we stopped international flights. And the Chinese had a rule. When you enter China, you have to stay in quarantine for 14 days. There are a lot of hotels for the quarantine, but you have to pay for your stay. No wahala. The Nigerians paid for their 14 days. They sat down in their hotel. 14 days passed. Oh yeah, time to release us from quarantine. Test problem. The Chinese government refused to release some of them. They said they should stay another 14 days. And the Nigerians are saying, Haba. It got so bad that a Nigerian embassy staff had to go to one of the hotels to shout. He had to go and say, you cannot do this to our people. So that's one problem. But some of the Nigerians were released after the first 14 days. But they are now faced with a different problem. Nobody in China was giving them accommodation. Hotels are refusing to let them in. Restaurants are refusing to serve them food. People on the streets are telling them to go back to their country. And a lot of people are stranded. Do you know why? You can't fly from China to Nigeria right now because of travel ban. Meanwhile, the, the, the DG of the Nigerians in uh, Diaspora Commission, Commission is angry with the Nigerians. That's uh, Abike Dabri-Rewa. She said they shouldn't have posted the videos online. She said they did it to embarrass her and the Nigerian government. And I wonder what you think about that. And it's not just Nigerians in China. Many people, many of our people in America and Europe are saying that they want to come home. Nobody's harassing them, but they believe the COVID-19 situation is worse in those countries. So they want to come back home where they think it is safer. And now the Nigerian government is saying that they're going to make it possible to evacuate them and bring them home. But the government is putting conditions for this. One, they must test negative in the foreign country before they can come back home. Once they get home to Nigeria, they must stay in quarantine for 14 days and they must pay for the trip themselves. Government says they cannot afford to airlift all Nigerians, all these Nigerians home. So if the Nigerians are ready to pay, governments can bring them home. So let's talk. What do you think about uh, these Nigerians and what they're going through in China? What do you think about the foreign minister summoning the Chinese ambassador? What about uh, Abike Dabiri-Erewa saying the Nigerians in China uh, who posted videos online want to embarrass the government? And what do you think about the plan to bring Nigerians home and the conditions that the Nigerian government has given to them to bring them home? Remember, like I said, they must test negative in the foreign country before they can come back. Once they are in Nigeria, they must stay in quarantine for 14 days and they must pay for the trip because government cannot afford to airlift all of these Nigerians. And so they have to pay uh, for the trip. What do you think about that? 0700-993-993-993-0700-993-993-993. Let's take your WhatsApp messages as well. WhatsApp is 80 959 let's start with the WhatsApp messages and then go to the phone lines, shall we? President Sandra, I would want us to start with the phone lines and then go to the WhatsApp messages. The phone lines are ringing and I'm very certain that so many Nigerians want to express themselves. Hello? Hello. How are you? Hello. What's your name? 
Hello, Hi, what's your name, sir? Yeah, this is Mrs. Okonji calling. Good evening. Oh, good evening. Welcome. Yeah. Please, I want I... to speak concerning the uh, China issue over the Nigerians over China. Yes, now, is this government, are they aware of what the Nigerians were facing in China before bringing in the 15 doctors from China into Nigeria here? And we Nigerians in China are fixing this difficulty that China has treated Nigeria so bad over there. Now, what kind of treatment is this government of Nigeria also going to give to the doctors they brought in into Nigeria? Okay, so um, the, the, the first thing is this. Um, it's actually a Chinese company in Nigeria that is bringing in the doctors to come and treat their staff. But those doctors will also be playing a second role of, um, of, uh, of advisory, if you like, uh, for Nigerian doctors here who will be treating COVID-19 patients. And they're only going to be talking to them about how to take care of advanced COVID-19 patients. So it's not exactly, oh, they are bringing Chinese doctors. It's 15 people. 15 people is not exactly they are bringing doctors. Now, do the dozen Nigerian government know what Nigerians are dealing with in China, in China? Yes, they do. That's why we're talking about this. They, they know what Nigerians are dealing with. They, they summon their ambassador. And we even had our representative in China go over to uh, some of the places where Nigerians were receiving this bad treatment to go and shout. So Nigerian government seems to be, um, you know, trying to fix this problem. And of course, they are planning also to evacuate Nigerians who want to come back who are already in these countries. So, over the Nigerians that are in China now with the situation of what they have faced or what they are facing presently, mm. what is the security going to give to them that they will come back to Nigeria and be safe and sound coming back to Nigeria? So the government is planning to evacuate them. The government is planning to uh, send planes to bring them back, but they will have to pay for it. So there's there's talks and there's movements to um, bring them home back to Nigeria. No, There are no flights, so they can't come back. The only way they can come back is if Nigeria sends a plane to bring them back. But Nigeria says we can't afford to pay for this. So you, the Nigerian there that wants us to come and save you, you have to pay for it. So that's what I know that is going to happen for now. The more we know, the more we're going to share with you as well all right thank you all right thank you so much for calling us very interesting to note sandra is a quesily and mm. you know we emphasize on hard facts and nigeria info that it's important to look at the information you know a lot of people just say oh china no 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 anything that comes from china does not last we don't want china now this explanation that it is a chinese company that wants the doctors to treat their members of staff and also you know in the case where they can extend advisory uh, responsibility would do so i am very certain that a lot of nigeria are clear on the facts now. Hello? I hope so. Hello? Hello, sir. Good afternoon. Good afternoon to you, sir. What's your name? I'm Mustafa. Say that again, Mustafa? Yes. Mustafa, did you go to, did you go for Jumat service today? No, 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 no. No, okay. Please, okay. I think he's not my third or fourth time Jumat and saying with my family at home. Okay. Okay, I'm a Muslim, and then as soon as uh, the outbreak started, uh, I mean, that's the presence of uh, a situation in Nigeria. Then mm. it's secular that everybody should stay at home and all mosques should be closed. 
That mm-hmm. was even before the uh, the president announced the closure of Mosan and Turkey. Hmm. But what do you think about the Katsina state governor opening, um, um, uh, you know, lifting the ban on on uh, mosque uh, on Muslim prayers in Katsina and saying at least do it for one hour? You see, my my, so my our problem is the same in this country. It's not about religion. It's about we ourselves. We have got nothing right in this country. Even with the religion, the Western education we acquire, everything we acquire, we think we. we the analogy powers in this country we doesn't didn't get it right. Mm-hmm. Not only Katsina, even in the east, some um, eastern uh, governors also does in that. Imo state, in River State. You uh, now come to think if the, if the virus will wait for you to celebrate your Easter and your Juma before coming out to the party. <laughs> yeah. So that is just the stupidity of we ourselves and the government. Then when, when you see majority of us are the one who made this most of all this government and do all these specific things because they need our vote. And when we force them into something, they will just come and say, well, my family are not out there. You are, you are the one that will, uh, will, be, uh, will be contacted with the virus. Right? If you said you want to enjoy your Easter and your Juma, eh, go and enjoy. If you die, it is just, you are the one that will, uh, that will be responsible for it. You, you, you get what I'm saying now? Yes, I do. I do. Uh-huh. What, what do you so, what do you think about um, Abike Abike Dabriere was saying that um, the Nigerians in China want to embarrass the government and that's why they shared their plight in videos online. You see, uh, this is a critical period in the world now, not only in Nigeria. And um, anything we want to say or any action we want to take, you must be very careful because power is changing hands now. Okay. And whenever power is changing hand, it is always tough. Okay. When I say power is changing hand, not Nigerian power now. <laughs> world power, I mean world power. Okay. You know, if anybody that understands things knows that. And before mm. it gets to this time, we know that Nigerian government and the commerce in Nigeria are aligned with Chinese. And we know from where we start from our colonialism and the colonial mentality and what will be those who will be patronizing before. Their commerce, are, the income they see from our side here are reducing drastically, and that income is going to the Chinese people. To me, the woman is right with her statement. The woman is right with her statement. And because um, the WhatsApp is so designed in such a way that rumors um, spread and all sorts of things like that, you see, a lot of things are going now in the world. This is it's more close. I've never for once think this is a natural disaster. This is very close to biological biological war. And that this may be what will actually end to the third world war. So Chinese government said some I don't want to mention the country, uh, send one of their soldiers to start this thing in them. That is an allegation from them. Those people received the allegation. Now those people are now saying it is Chinese that brought that thing to them again. See there's a possibility of something happening now. Are you with me, ma'am? Okay. Yes, I am. There's a possibility that this coronavirus are saying is a family of virus of all the stars. stars. There's a possibility that the the virus attack whom the Chinese have encountered it may be different from the one in the in the West. It's the same. It's the same virus. Don't worry. The research has been done. The studies have been done. It's the same virus. So thank, thank God it is, it is the same. So there's there's a possibility of there's a lot of things going on. Some some some, some a lot of countries are 
apart productions and the Chinese government and producing, and you know. But but Trisha, I think that Abike is correct to say that we're embarrassing her. All right, Mustafa, let's talk to the next person. Thank you so much for calling us. I wonder if the next person will agree with Mustafa that um, we were embarrassing Nigeria. Hello. 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 Thanks for calling. Good good afternoon. Good afternoon, sir. What's your name? My name is Jeremiah. Calling from Kenya. All right, Jeremiah, go ahead. I called you. Hello. Yes, okay, I can hear you. Yeah, I called you because of the comment of the last caller. Okay. He made some valid comment. Which he made some valid comment that since I've been listening to people on this matter. Hello, are you listening to me? Yes, I'm listening to you. Since I've been listening to you people on this matter, I don't think nobody have ever pointed to that area. He said power. It's about to change hand. When we look at things on the surface, just like that, but something will be happening down the bottom. Okay. okay. Let everybody be careful. He said he made a valid point. Mm. And that point is the reality on ground. Thank you very much. Okay. All right. Chukudi, be careful, huh? Yes, one more call, Sandra. Hello. Um, how are you? Fine. What's your name and where are you calling from? Oh, so sorry about that, Sandra. Sandra, what we will do is try one more call before the short break. Hello. Hello, good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your name and where are you calling from? Yeah, this is Valentine Israel. Valentine Israel. Speak to President Sandra. Uh, uh, Sandra, good afternoon. Oh, good good evening, afternoon, how are you? I am fine. Yeah. Well, I don't see why anybody will agree with uh, Abike Dabri. Okay. Seriously, let me tell you, if I have the opportunity, I will shoot more video because I discovered that our government <laughs> is don't Like, seriously. Okay, let me shock you. I'm not trying to say this online because, uh, 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 because of what is happening. I can categorically mm. tell you that I have been, in fact, I've not eaten since yesterday. If I shoot that kind of video, then one person will now tell me that why did I shoot it when you are not coming to my aid. Those people there, they know what they are facing. If they, right. if, if, if they are opportune to show everything they are facing there. Okay, I have a friend that is in China. In fact, if you see the kind of video this guy has been sending me, of the kind of treatment they are receiving there. And you are telling them you, uh, they shouldn't shoot video. Okay, I won't shooting that same video we are talking about. Look at what they are saying, that uh, until those people have to pay for their, uh, before they, they uh, leave them to, to Nigeria. Who does that? And you are blaming them for, for, for hearing, uh, hear, uh, hearing their view. Hmm. Well, actually, a lot of other countries that can't afford to do it um, have actually made the citizens who want to be brought back to the country pay for it. In fact, in countries like Uganda, um, you're, you are, you're even made to pay for the hotel where they will quarantine you. So you pay for the flight and the quarantine and the hotel where you'll be quarantined and the food that you eat at the hotel. Because a lot of African countries don't have the kind of money that Oyibo countries have. Let's leave Oyibo country out of this now. Let's talk about Nigeria. I mm. so much believe, let's leave Uganda. We, if, if I, although I don't know what uh, other citizens have donated for uh, the government of uh, Uganda and other uh, African countries. But mm-hmm. for Nigeria, for God's sake, we know since the inception of this problem, we know mm-hmm. what 
uh, uh, some of the individuals that has uh, 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 money has been doing. Yeah, but they've donated it for specific issues. reasons now. They, they didn't it doesn't include uh, evacuating people from no, countries that they went to ma, with their own two legs. They actually, they actually donated money for the uh, solving problem of COVID-19. It doesn't matter. Yes, problems like building isolation centers, buying it's test kits. Getting ventilators, getting PPE, not evacuating Nigerians from Oibo land. Sandra, yes, Sandra, yes, let's yes. call it space. Okay, are we now saying, what about the Nigerians there that um, don't have access to uh, money that will bring them down to Nigeria? They should die. Is that what uh, our country is telling us? Well, let's hope they don't die, but you can't come back. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, Sandra, let me come in and say... We will take a short break. When we return, we'll go straight to story three. So everyone stay tuned. It's the Global Review on 99.3 Nigeria Info. All right, Chukwode, New Zealand is beating COVID-19. The number of new cases is reducing every day. And after over a thousand cases, they've had only one death. Our third story is about what some countries in the world are doing right in the fight against the, the, the pandemic. So yes, New Zealand, two weeks ago, I told you how their prime minister put the country in lockdown, including herself. She talked to the country by video on Facebook in her pyjamas. That was over two weeks ago. Guess what? They're still in lockdown. She said the lockdown will last 28 days. That's 14 times two. You know how they keep saying the virus can run its course in 14 days? Well, she said, let's double it to be on the safe side. Because think about it. Imagine if somebody caught COVID-19 the day before the lockdown. Now, after 14 days, the virus should be finishing in her system. But what if on the 14th day, she infected someone else? Maybe her husband. If the lockdown ends on that 14th day, the husband will enter the entire world, the outside world, infected so double the, lo- double the lockdown period. That's what New, Z- New Zealand is doing. That's the New Zealand plan. But again, they are not just locking people in their houses. They've stopped landlords from, col- from collecting rent. The government is paying people to stay at home. They've told companies not to sack their staff. No churches are open in New Zealand. No mosques, no synagogues. The government isn't saying that churches can open for Easter because it's a special occasion. They know that COVID-19 does not care if it's Easter or not. And this is New Zealand. This is a rich nation with a great healthcare system and a small population that it can easily take care of. But they're saying we cannot take risks on Easter. Everybody stay at home. Is Katsina State able to handle COVID-19 like New Zealand? Do they have the healthcare system? What about Ondo? What about Imo? What about Rivers? If, God forbid, these Easter services lead to an outbreak, can any of these state governments handle it in their hospitals? So how come New Zealand and other countries that are not that, that are better prepared are not taking risks while Nigerian states with bad healthcare systems are ready to risk it? 
Remember, the SGF said, I remember I said that at the beginning of the show, he has said that he didn't know our healthcare system was this bad. And speaking of healthcare systems, Boris Johnson is in the hospital. That's the UK Prime Minister. We told you that he tested positive for COVID-19. This week, he was hospitalized. He even went into uh, intensive care for a few days. And now he's back in, re in the regular ward. How do I know all of this? Because it was public information. Every step of the way, the UK government has been telling the people what is happening with the Prime Minister. They don't say he's ill and hearty. They don't say he's ill. They told us exactly what was wrong and exactly how good or how bad he was feeling. Is the Nigerian government as open in the fight against COVID-19 as other governments? Does it have a workable strategy? Is it taking too many risks based on our capacity Remember, richer nations with better healthcare systems are not allowing church services this Easter. Is our strategy the right one? 0700 9930790930790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790790
then his local is also from the local government. Mm. How did the healthcare in his local government look like? So I don't believe mm. them. All of them they are aware, but they are just deceiving us. And also, I've never seen a country that are deceiving themselves like in Nigeria. Look at now. The numbers of the people, if you believe me, the number of the people that like that like the government of Nigeria have seen that is, is higher than that of COVID nineteen. Because you cannot see someone at home without providing anything for her and asking not to go anywhere. How did you expect that person to leave? Thank you very much. May God bless you, my sister. Bless you as well, my brother. Thanks for calling us. Hello, good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are you? What's your name? My name is Samuel. All right, go yeah. ahead. Uh, what I want to say is that, um, let me just say this, I believe this, the, the secretary, for what he said, I believe. Because this is such a blessing to us. Because suppose this kind of thing didn't happen, none of them will know that this kind of thing is happening to our hospital. That we don't have facility in our hospital. You know that they usually fly out. No small thing happens to me, they will fly out. So they don't believe that. They don't, they don't have an idea that this is how our hospital is. They don't know. They, they are not going to the but he was, But he was living in Nigeria before he entered government now. He was not always a, the secretary to the, to, to the Federation, right? He was, at some point, he was like you and I, who are, you know, working everyday jobs or hustling our hustle until we become politicians. Fine. They, you know, some of them, they, they have the money. They have the money for the entire the government. They have the money, some of them. So who attend this hospital? They don't attend. Yeah, but he has relatives now. He asked people who will come and tell him, oh, we want to send this person to the hospital now. You honestly think he did not realize how bad the health infrastructure was? You see, in fact, I believe him. I believe him. But the way I'm looking at this, this is it's sort of a blessing to, 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 to me. We the masses. It's a blessing to us. I mean, they will do a lot of things to this hospital. They will do. That's what I believe. Because okay. this kind of thing, this kind of thing is a big blessing. And but I believe God, God has the purpose of doing this thing to them. Speaking so, of God, you're not going to church on Sunday, right? Uh, I've, I've counseled church service for now. I'm at my home now. So, uh, mm-hmm. God. God is, I'm going to hear my prayer from home. That's I'm right. That's right. That's right. Thank you so much for calling us. Let's talk to the next person. <laughs> Hello? Sandra, Hello? I, I think that, you know, a lot of people... Uh, look at the situation and say it is better safe than sorry because mm. you have spoken to Christians and Muslims alike who say, well, it's important that we try as much as we can to stay safe. And I think we all should um, look at it and say, if the Bible admonishes us, because I'm a Christian, mm. that, you know, faith without work is dead. While we have the faith that we are protected, you know, we and our loved ones because of the blessings of God Almighty, it's important that we do the work. And the work is try as much as you can to stay at home. That's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, personally, I have not gone anywhere since the 24th of March. I've been in my, I've been in a small room. So it's not even as, it's not, it's not even as if I'm in the whole house. I've been in one small room. So um, church is out the window for me. Mosque is out the window for me. The only, uh, the only religion that practices social distancing is um, traditional uh, religion, because at least now with the babalao, you're not sitting together. You're even standing at the entrance and backing him. So. Well, Sandra, what about masquerade? <laughs> you recall the story you told us on Big Three, the one that was caught in Ogun State. Yeah, that was just an unfortunate incident. So I think it's important, irrespective of the um, religion, denomination, 
everybody just do well to stay safe and staying safe is observing social distancing stay at home that's right Chukun, thank you so much as always for being my caretaker chairman let's do this again on monday shall we 3 p.m that's when uh the show 